2: Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Mad Max. Hey, um, so I was just calling in, saying that with such a rare talent like Kyrie, it's such a shame that the the fans didn't welcome welcome him in more. Um, Talents like those are so rare they don't come by fast, and I think it serves us right that now he's gone and look at what
3: we're left with. Hey everybody, Arch here, and it is Saturday morning. What does that mean? Not a lot. <laughs> we're just we're just talking baseball today. What's going on, Max?
2: Not much. Doing my Saturday morning bagel run, and a uh, little a uh, little bit after this show, I get to go to the Renaissance Fair. Huzzah! Mm-hmm. Some LARPing
3: going on. Damn, damn, yeah, D- jousting and all that stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. Giant well, I, I, I mean, and... I'm not
2: going to joust, but yeah, there's jousting. There's the turkey legs. There's mead all that stuff right nice. up in ceo new, no, <laughs> new york no
3: oh. it's new york nice Panther, you ever been to a ren fair as they say as the cool kids say
1: no i think, i think the, the, the closest i've come to a ren fair is staying at the excalibur in vegas <laughs> that's
2: babe, hey, not bad not bad there you go
3: i'm just I, for some reason i'm thinking of that scene in cable guy when they <laughs> go to the yeah, to to medieval, medieval times. times.
2: Yes. I, listen, I, I have a medieval times like 10 minutes away from my house. I can't wait till my kids are old enough. To, it's a fun time. Yeah. I'm into that I've shit. Never been yeah, feeling honestly, feeling I, I do. I like, that. I like that kind of stuff. I think they could really capitalize if they had like once a month or twice a month, like a Game of Thrones month at medieval times. They could make fucking killing.
3: They could. It's oh, all for sure. Yeah, they would. So that means it starts off really good. The appetizers are amazing. The entrees are a little iffy and the dessert fucking blows. Is that what that would be? Yeah, pretty much okay <laughs> oh i guess we are a sports show um max you went 2-0 and yesterday not bad not bad
2: i'm finishing september strong honestly I was, like, I, I was looking at my last uh, couple weeks and i'm like man i i i was shit in the bed for a while and and hopefully i can pull this one out this month yeah
3: max that's not your strong suit you've got two kids uh, yeah,
2: fair point. Pulling pulling out strong is definitely
3: not a strong point for me. <laughs> Panther, you went one and oh yesterday, right? Yeah, is that right? Uh, wow. I didn't.
1: I didn't bet a lot yesterday.
3: Yeah, yeah. yeah you Panther had some
1: connection right? issues, if we recall. Oh, oh that's um, right. Yes, uh, Indiana graced it's graced me with its uh, incredible cell phone towers. So, yeah, I was. Uh, I 1-0. think I bet one game and couldn't come back. And thankfully, you guys didn't make any bets for me. But apparently, the Yankees were going to be one you were going to make for me. So if you did did do that, then I would have been two and up.
3: We didn't quite do it. We didn't quite do it. We didn't think it was fair. You were you were on for a little bit, and we didn't, uh, didn't pull the trigger. Of I wouldn't want to know did. as well, too. So <laughs> there you go. I'll take it. I will take it. Oh, man. Anything else we need to touch on before we jump into today?
2: I want to talk Kyrie Irving? Basketball? What's going, on, Kyrie? Heating up. What's going oh, on, Oh, yeah, you know, he's now the leader of the Nets, and he's not rushing KD back, and he'll never put pressure on KD, and what happened to KD last year was unfair, and he takes blame for shit in the bed in Boston, and his grandfather died, and it just kind of ruined his season last year, and it's Kyrie Irving, and I'm now mature, and I'm a leader. <laughs> So this is Kyrie Irving now. He's a leader. That's him. He's not going to call into any fucking Boston radio shows anymore as John from fucking Waltham. That's not going to happen. I love He's that I have a leader. that recording. I have you that know. recording. It's fantastic. Fantastic.
1: <laughs> <sighs> I've, never heard, I've never heard a leader say I'm a leader. I don't remember ever Michael Jordan ever saying I'm the leader. I'm the best in the world. I'm the, I'm the, I, I hate these guys. Just- uh, seriously. No, I, I'm
2: with you, Panther. I, I, listen, we can be the old crotchy guys. I'm fucking fine with that. Michael Jordan would just fucking look at you. That's it. He would just give you a look, and, and, and it would be over. It'd be fucking over. You didn't have to say he was the best in the world.
1: Yeah, Everyone knew and, it. He didn't need to hear was- that. Right, and he didn't have to do it in the press. Like, you know, even in the interviews, are you the best in the world? Well, that's not for me to say. That's for, that's for everybody else. That's for you guys to say. But if you want to include me in the conversation with Dr. J and Lou Cinder, he goes, I- I'm humbled. I'm, I'm, I think that's incredible. But that's not for me to say I'm the best in the world. Apparently, LeBron and Kyrie and these guys never watch those fucking interviews because they have no problem just coming out saying, I'm the best in the world. Hate that shit.
3: I have no, I have no opinion on this. Yeah, it sucks. It blows. <laughs> they shouldn't. They're soft. They're all soft. I, yeah, <laughs> it's a different, it's a different generation out there, and we just have to roll with it.
2: I just, Although I, I mean, I know LeBron's like built like you know a brick shit house. I get that. But do you think he? Do you think he would fucking put up the numbers he has now, going against that fucking Detroit Pistons team that would we're, literally we're, fucking clothesline you and get maybe get called for a personal foul, maybe. Right.
3: Yeah. No, yeah. I'm thinking of the Detroit teams and thinking of those Knicks teams in that era, too. Fucking
2: oh, goddamn. Yeah. Derek Harper's defense would fucking shut down anybody today if they fucking still had the hand check rules. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
3: I'm just wishing I could see Charles Oakley just come back, come forward in time and uh-huh. play against these guys
2: <laughs> <laughs> with the rules that they had back then, too. Yes, I mean, that's, yes. that's the other thing, too. They've shifted all the fucking rules, they've made it so much easier to be a fucking dominant player. It was hard to do what Larry Bird and Magic Johnson and Jordan and Isaiah Thomas and all those fucking guys did in in, in the eighties and the early nineties. It was hard to be a dominant, great player because the defense was tougher. the The rules were against you. Now, now it's just it's it's. I mean, I I don't want to take away the shooting abilities of of Steph Curry, right? The fucking dude practices his ass off to fucking shoot three pointers like a fucking maniac but it's the reason he has the space and the reason that he has the ability to fucking not have a hand in his face to be able to hit those shots is because all of the
1: rule changes that allowed that to happen now the, the, the fact that he can hit it from 40 feet changes the way you play defense usually somebody comes down cross half court line you don't have to defend them until they get closer to the three-point line Steph Curry, as soon as he crosses the half-court line, you got to be on his ass because he might just fucking chuck it. That changes the way you play defense, at least against Golden State. But then there's a lot of other players who start to pick up on that and are starting to chuck it from you know, further, deeper than the three-point line. And that opens up backdoor cuts. It opens up lanes because you've really extended that defense and, and it's not as crowded in the paint. Um, so, yes, to your point, that has changed – uh, the rules have changed, but Curry and his range and his ability to shoot the way he does has changed the way teams can play defense, and that will cause the scoring to go up as well. I, I Listen, I, I, w- I would
2: venture to say if we looked at his fucking 40-foot three-point percentage, <laughs> it's not nearly as fucking good as his regular three-point percentage. So to me, yeah, he, he's he's definitely – has that ability, but given the defense that you were allowed to play in the in the early '90s, I it's I don't think that uh, let him fucking shoot the forty foot three pointers because he's not going to get an open shot anywhere else.
1: Um. Well, that that is true. You've got you've got to extend that range because, like you said, you get in there and get closer. You, you're running into two people. You can't get any clean shots. And but but. Because you know, getting all these touchy-feely fouls, you get in there, you're probably going to spend most of the time at the free-throw line because it's call foul yeah. on everything.
2: I'm almost to the okay. point where I want to take points off for those long-range three-pointers. You know, I know people – <laughs> I'm, I'm dead fucking serious. People have been talking about, oh, maybe they should have a four-point shot. No, I think anything beyond a certain range should just be one point because it's, 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 it's a joke to this game nowadays, and it's, it's hard to watch. So, yay, basketball's almost back.
3: Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Can't wait to talk about this all season with you guys.
2: It's well, you know fun. how much I love baseball. Yeah. You know how much Max said that he loves baseball all yes. season. Yeah. So now I get to love basketball as well.
3: Mm, mm, mm. Scary. All right, we're going to stop yelling at clouds. Let's, you know, there's not a lot of shifts or major shifts going on the board today. With, with what little games we have on the board, I should say. Let's look at Miami, Philadelphia. First up, Marlins opened up plus 152, Phillies minus 165, and now it's shifted a, two, a whole two cents. It's Marlins plus 154, Phillies minus 167.
2: I, I was leaning Miami yesterday. It turned out that it was smart not to bet on them. Uh, it took It took the Phillies 15 innings, though. The Phillies are trying to play for a winning season at this point, right? Uh, a win today makes them at least 500 on the year. I'm sure that's exactly what they wanted when they made all of their offseason moves, signed Bryce Harper to that deal. That's exactly what the Phillies thought at the end of the year. We're going to be fighting to be 500. So great job, Philadelphia. Uh, but it's not going to be easy today because they got Mets Slayer Caleb Smith <laughs> on the mound today for the Marlins against Zach Eflin. Uh, Eflin had a really rough, uh, rough last start, but he was—he's pretty solid this whole month. Uh, I, I see some potential value in the Marlins here, uh, but at this point, I, I'm off this one. I, I just—I don't like. I consider this, you know, quasi-unbettable at this point. Like, you got two teams that I don't know what they're playing for. You know, so uh, I'm off of it.
1: Yeah, incentive today is probably going to be one of the things that we're going to be looking at in each of the games that we talk about. What What are they doing out there? Do they have anything to play for? Are they just ready you know, wrap up this weekend and go to Disneyland? I don't know. If if anything, if anybody has anything to play for, I actually think it is Caleb Smith. Um, he's been a strikeout machine, and he has a chance to have a winning record if he were to actually get the win here. Uh, Zach Eflin, his season is over, 9-13, and 9 and 14, 10 and 13, who gives a shit? Uh, but if Caleb Smith could flip that script and grab a win today, um, that would make him 11 and 10. He's really one of the good, young, and up and coming pitchers that people should really be paying attention to. I'm with you. I, I think there's some value in taking the Marlins here. Um, but since Arch keeps track of what we do, I'll just call this one a lean and not bet it.
3: <laughs> I bet on what you do some days, too, if you're, you know, if you agree with the book club or the, the oh Jesus, the, uh, the the mutual fund, uh, 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 you know, 39 percent win probability for Miami, 62 for Philadelphia. It seems too high for both teams. It's, <laughs> I'm off this game. I, I just, yeah, I can't envision a scenario <laughs> where either of those guys win that amount. Oh, boy. Atlanta, New York Mets. Braves minus 104. Mets minus 104 is where it opened. And now it's Atlanta plus 102. Mets minus
2: 111. Uh, Pete Alonzo tied judges rookie home run record yesterday. Now he's got a chance to make it his own. Mets pulled out a nice win last night. Uh, it, it, it'll be tough, but if they win out, they will hit their over 55 wins. I think you bet that before the season, right, Arch? So they have a chance to, to mm-hmm. uh, the eighty five wins um, that that you bet before the season. Yes, uh, the, Bra- the Braves get one last regular season look at uh, Mike uh before the playoffs. And like, listen, I've been arguing that he should be their fourth starter over Tehran. Uh, my other co-host keeps touting Tehran. And let's look at their September numbers. Fultnowitz is four zero with a zero point six nine ERA. Tehran is two and three with a six point five six ERA in September. I think this is this is the shot, right? This is where you make that decision. Um, if he has another strong outing, it's it's hard. To, uh, I think Teron moves to the, to the bullpen there. Uh, Going to face off against Steve Matz. He's been roughed up in two straight starts. Uh, listen, all things point to Atlanta winning this game, but from what I saw from the line movement, it, it looked a bit trappish to me. So um, I'm off this one. I'll, I'll probably lean the Braves, though.
1: Yeah, the line, the line, even itself is calling it a toss-up. Look, we don't know, we don't know who's playing. Acuna has been playing. You know, he's nursing uh, an injury, but day to day, you know, with the, the playoffs looming for the Braves, they've got their rotation set the way they want it, um, and now it's just about how many days off do they want their hitters to have? I wouldn't touch this game until I saw the lineups, and a lot. Many of these teams, playoff or non-playoff teams, the Stars have not been playing. So I would fully expect Pete Alonzo to play as he chases down uh, Aaron Judge's record. He's got, like you said, he's tied. And he's got two games to uh, hit one more. I think he'll get it. I love Pete Alonzo. Um, you know, the Mets, the Mets have something building for next year. Um, I think they've got some real upside if management doesn't fuck it up. But as far as this game... Until I see the lineups, I'm with you. I'd lean the Braves, but I'm not betting this game.
3: Yeah, yeah, it's tough. I'm, I'm, I'm leaning the Mets here, actually. I, I kind of like them to win this one. Tomorrow will be the real test. We won't get to touch on it, really, but tomorrow the line for the Braves and the Mets will be hugely important. Uh, I'm tempted to take the Braves here just as a hedge against the futures bet I've got on the Mets because I'm getting a positive number now. But, uh, yeah, screw it. I'm leaning Mets hard but I, because the line is moving in the very wrong direction majority of the money and the public are both on the met or the braves hard and uh yeah the line keeps getting better for them and worse for the mets ah you know screw it i talk myself into it i'm betting the mets tomorrow i'm betting the braves <laughs> <laughs> i don't care what the line is tomorrow i'm betting the braves <laughs> oh, do we want to just keep banging through what we got left or we yeah sure that's fine okay cubs cardinals Cubs opened up plus 170, now they're plus 163. Cardinals opened minus 185, they're now minus 177.
2: Yeah, the Cubs came out swinging last night. They broke their nine-game losing streak. They also kept the Brewers alive to win the Central. Uh, Cole Hamels will start for the Cubs. He's been pretty much a a glorified opener lately. He's going to match up against Adam Wainwright, who absolutely sensational before getting his ass rocked by the Diamondbacks in his last start. Uh, this is an odd one to me. The public is all over the Cardinals. The money seems to be all over the Cubs. The line has gotten better for both the Cardinals and the Cubs, so I, I don't know what to make of it. I do like the Cardinals here, but the line movement, uh, and it's way past my chalk threshold here, I, I'm off this one. But, you know, I, I do think the Cardinals pull out the win today. I think mean, the
1: question here is does, do the cubs hate the cardinals enough to to show up and you know try and screw them out of a division title or you know what what's their motivation there's a lot of chatter now uh, about joe madden not returning next year um he is in a contract year there uh, a lot of chatter if you will about um him not being re-signed so Paul hamill seven and seven kind of like caleb smith if he even goes five innings like you said he's been a glorified opener um, could have a winning record if he uh, were to pitch well. I definitely think there's enough incentive for the Cubs to, to show up, um, and I think there's definitely enough value here in taking the Cubs. So I will lean the Cubs when I'm off this game.
3: <laughs> Did not see that coming. Well, oh, you, really, you really threw me for a loop. Yeah, it looks like the money's pretty hard on Chicago here. Uh, yeah, the public looks like they're on St. Louis. I got I to gotta agree with you, Panther. I'm leaning the Cubs here. I like the payout here, but I, I'm not going to bet it. All right, Padres-Diamondbacks next up. This <laughs> Padres opened up plus 147. Now they're plus 148. Diamondbacks opened up minus 160. Now they're minus 161.
2: Uh, D-backs have won three in a row. They secured a winning season. Uh, not bad for a team that everyone thought would be at the bottom of the NL, but the Rockies, they shit the bed. And the expectations for the Padres were a tad inflated. I think maybe a season or two too soon for them. Uh, see if the Madden ends up managing them next year with their young talent. Uh, Panthers boy Robbie Ray gets his final start of the season. He's going to match up against Garrett Richards, who's coming off of Tommy John surgery. Uh, public seems to be on the Padres, money seems to be on the D backs here. It is a bit chalky for my liking, but I will still take Arizona.
1: Wow,
2: you're actually going to bet this one? Uh-huh. Ah, uh, that's almost... something, man. We're a fucking sports betting show. We're not a bunch of fucking pussies <laughs> that don't bet on shit.
1: At this time of the year, I am. <laughs> the, <sighs> I like Arizona, and, I, you know, I've, I've been touting Robbie Ray. He's a strikeout machine. Then um, bet him. Then bet them. You know what? Fuck you, Max. <laughs> I will bet him. Give me the Diamondbacks. Oh,
3: all right. Wow, look at that. You guys did it. Are you done, Panther? You got anything else to say? You just
1: <laughs> No, I'm just leaving the fuck you, Max. And now he's got <laughs> Sex Panther, Mad Panther, and now the rest of the show is going to be me yelling at Max. So, uh, fucking okay. kiss a death this thing, Arch.
3: Well, the public and the money are both on, Arizona, and it is <laughs> technically getting worse for them <laughs> by one cent. Oh, okay. Screw it. If you guys are that confident, I'll jump in there with you because I don't really have a feel either way. I'll take Arizona, kiss of death. All right, Milwaukee, Colorado <laughs> Brewers opened up. Let's just say it hasn't moved. Brewers are minus one eighty five. Rockies are plus one seventy. This is the luckiest team in Major League Baseball in the Milwaukee Brewers. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. What 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 is their uh, run differential? Seven, uh, Seven. Yeah. something like that. I mean, it's 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 it's. Oh wow! They Baseball reference just refer- zero. You
3: Base- have zero. Baseball reference has them at zero.
2: Okay, that was it. Yeah, uh, yeah. I maybe that was it. Yeah, they're at zero. I would love. Listen, with two games left, with two games left, I would love to either see them at zero or a negative run differential and make the playoffs. Because I, I don't think I've ever fucking seen that before. Mm-hmm. I, I cannot recall a zero or a negative run differential making the fucking playoffs. Uh, at least since I've been. Looking at run differential, you know, it's, it's amazing. Uh, Brewers lost their chance to even get a share of the NL Central. Uh, they're going to try again today. It's going to be Gonzalez versus Gonzalez tonight. Gigi uh, pitched well in his last outing. Gio Gonzalez has been rock solid in his role as kind of like an extra opener, glorified opener, if you will. Too much talk for me to get on the Brewers here and not a ton of data yet to see if it's a value play for Colorado. Uh, I'll keep an eye on this one. Maybe maybe Colorado takes another one from them.
1: Yeah, I, I definitely like the Brewers here. Um, Geo is definitely the better of the Gonzalez's. And the, you know Colorado's got nothing to play for. Interesting tidbit. I, I don't know if it's going to make it over into the flatlands uh, down there in the Valley of Denver. But there is supposed to be a historic winter storm coming through the Rocky Mountains. Uh, Wyoming, Colorado... And, and they, they're saying that it's going to be measured in feet, not inches, um, could hit part of the valley. So the temperature, whether or not they have some flurries, something be kind of interesting um, to, to kind of see what happens there. But I like Milwaukee here, but I'm not going to lay that much chalk. I'm off the game.
3: Yeah, I don't like anything about this game. I think Milwaukee probably will win, but, uh, yeah, I'm not touching it. All right, Baltimore at Boston. Orioles plus 155, Boston minus 163. It's gotten three cents worse for the Red Sox.
2: Yeah, Orioles got the win yesterday. Uh, I think this could be another O's play today. John Means has been very good. He had a bad outing two starts ago, uh, and he does have a much better ERA at home than on the road. But I, I, I like him here today against a Red Sox team that's just seemingly given up, so... Two teams, not much to play for. I hate that, but fuck it. I'll bet Baltimore.
1: Yeah, actually, here we are again with another pitcher with a 500 record. Um, As far as teams go, they have nothing to play for, but do the individuals have anything to play for? I think John Means would love to get that 12th win. Uh, he's had phenomenal stats all season long. Uh, great ERA, great whip, but um, not much for run support. But Boston has just been shit in the bed the last couple weeks. There's nothing to love about the Red Sox. I definitely see enough value here. I'll take the Orioles with you. All
3: right, there you go. Uh, public is on your side. The money is on Boston. Again,
2: <laughs> I yeah, I don't know yeah. what that means anymore.
3: No, 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 it's just it always seems like that Boston <laughs> opens their wallets and, and yeah, All right, yeah, but I'm off this game, I don't like it. Tampa Bay, Toronto next up, Rays plus 157, Blue Jays minus 167. It's gotten two cents worse for Toronto.
2: Um, I mean, it, the Rays winning, Indians losing mm-hmm. that that secures the Rays, you know, play in game. Uh, now if they want. Home field, uh, they can try to get it. I don't know. Do they want to play in front of 12 of their fans, or you know, two of their fans out in Oakland? I, I don't know what, what their preference is here. Uh, Jay's offense has just been meh lately, other than kind of a shootout with the O's, uh, you know, earlier in the week. Uh, so I, I do think it's winnable by the Rays. Uh, I'm not touching this one though. I, I I don't like it.
3: And they just pulled it off the board too. It was up when we hit record. Now it's off the board again. So who knows?
1: Interesting wonder if there's a pitching change, but Yarborough's is more of a um, opener anyway. But uh, I think the Rays take care of business. I, again, to you know, to Max's point, they're really, really good on the road. Uh, do you want to even play at home? I would imagine, given the choice, you kind of do. Um, but I, I think Tampa wins it. But I'm not going to bet; it's way too chalky. Well, well, when it was on the board, it was too chalky. We'll see what happens. Yeah. There. You, you got to think, though, honestly, from a strategic
2: standpoint, I'd probably want to play in Oakland, win that game, and then have to travel to Houston, as opposed to you know playing at home and then flying out to Houston. It, I, to me, it's just you're right there. Just you know, just stay there. Just head over to Houston.
3: Yeah, that's it. That's All right, Minnesota, Kansas City. Twins are minus 179. Royals plus
2: 165. Uh, I, uh, the, twi- the, the Twins, I guess it was a rain-shortened game yesterday that they won. There's chance of thunderstorms again today in Kansas City. Uh, not a game I would consider bettable. Uh, twins won 100 games, so they, they already kind of have their spot locked up in the playoffs. I don't know what else they'd be playing for. Uh, Royals might be playing a bit hard these last two games, you know, with Yost retiring. Um, but yeah, Sparkman's just not someone I put a lot of confidence in, even against like a resting Minnesota team. So I, I don't, I don't think I could bet this one. Um, yeah, I'm off of it.
1: Yeah, and the, the storms that you had mentioned, they did move the game, so now it's a 1:15 local time game. Um, Minnesota has nothing to play for. I can see some guys taking today off. Um, Sparkman, I mean, as bad as he is, he's won four games. So every once in a while, maybe the Royals show up. I, I, I To your point, though, I think maybe the Ned Yost factor, maybe they maybe. try and mm. it out on a winning note. Um, and there's enough value here to justify it. So I, uh, I think I see enough value here to take the Royals. So screw it. It's just your money anyway. Um, I'll take the Royals.
3: All right. Looks like he, uh, the public is on Minnesota. No surprise there. It's kind of too early to tell where the cash is. There's just not that many bets coming on this game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people are kind of <laughs> shying away from this one. Yeah, uh, the Royals are probably a decent value play, but I'm off this game. I, I just, you know, If they wanted to play for Ned, there was plenty of opportunities this season to play for Ned. <laughs> All right. So we got this weird Detroit White Sox series going on. <laughs> Uh, mm-hmm. Tigers are plus 132 and White Sox are minus 143. Yeah, oh, says, but- I'm sorry. Rewind real quick. I'm sorry. Kyle wants everybody to know that they are playing for the home run record. Yeah, fair
2: point. Yeah, I guess uh, everyone's paying for the home run record, right? How many people just shattered it this fucking year? Yeah. I mean, honestly, listen, I love Pete Alonso. Don't, don't get me wrong. Listen, I'm not going to shit on Pete Alonso. He's my boy and all. But uh, I mean, what, what does this 52 home runs translate to? pre-juiced balls right or pre-juiced players you know we're we're talking about maybe a 30 home run season i'm I'm not even fucking kidding right i mean you're inflating it that much i think so okay i i I think you know 35 we'll say i just think about in the 90s like how many fucking players could hit fucking 50 home runs in a season now it's it's people sneezing fucking rookies sneezing and hitting fucking 50 home runs all right Anyway, uh, Boyd, uh, we we're talking about Tigers-White Sox, right?
3: Yes, Tigers-White um, Sox. Uh, you know, so here.
2: double doubleheader, right? You got Boyd against Lopez in game one. Uh, that's what game we're talking about.
3: We're talking about the late game here. It's the only line we've oh, got posted right now. Yeah, so that's, it's uh, a...
2: Tyler Alexander against Ivan Nova? Mm-hmm. Yep, that's it. I mean, it's the matchup everyone's waiting to see here. Tyler <laughs> Alexander and Ivan fucking Nova. Um, I don't I don't bet doubleheaders. You guys know that. The pitch yeah. matchups in, in both of these series are just not great. I mean, maybe the the Boyd and the Ronaldo Lopez is, is a tad bit better than the fucking Tyler Alexander and Ivan Nova fucking matchup that we want to see. I'm off both these games. I I, I, a, I can't bet doubleheaders. B, I can't bet shit teams and doubleheaders. And C, I can't bet doubleheaders, shit teams, and bad pitchers. It's a fucking trifecta of awfulness here.
1: And, and we'll quadruple it because there's probably even a decent chance they don't even get these games in. There's still rain in the forecast. Um, I Yeah, I want nothing to do with either one of these games.
3: Agreed. I'm off this game too. I don't – there's not yeah. – <laughs> we don't know anything. This is the big unknowns with the, going on here with doubleheaders and shitty teams that don't have nothing to play for. All right. I guess we're going to recap it and get out of here. I'm going to take the New York Metropolitans minus 111 against the Braves and at least push my – uh, season bet here with their win total. We are going to kiss a death the Arizona Diamondbacks, minus 161 against the Padres. Max and Panther are both on the Baltimore Orioles, plus 155 against the Red Sox. And Panther sees enough value in taking the Kansas City Royals, plus 165 against the Minnesota Twins. I guess that that's it, man. Max? That is
2: it. Hey, that's it for our regular season Major League Baseball talk. We are done with that. So head over to Discord. Let us know what you think about our picks, your picks, anyone's picks. If you're on Twitter, you can find us at Betting Absolute or on Facebook at Sports Betting Degeneracy or Absolute Sports Betting Degeneracy. That is the name of the show. The very show you're listening to on such fine stations as Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud, iTunes, and LibSyn, no matter where you listen to this at. Please, highest rating. Comment, subscribe, download those in every single episode. We are back tomorrow. NFL Pick Show. You know you want to hear it, so head over to Patreon. Become a patron, get access to our NFL show, get access to all of our written stuff. It is fantastic. We love you people. We want to give you some great info and some great shows because today is Saturday, which means tomorrow is Sunday. So Panther is going to
1: take us home. Oh, Saturday. It's kind of like the day we all live for because every, you know, baseball kind of sucks this time of year. We've got everything else. we got college football, some big games today. We've got UFC fights tonight. We get to start to looking and talking about uh, NBA basketball and, and looking to see what, I mean, just October coming, this is like literally sports-wise the best time of the year. So Discord is where we hang out. If you're not on Discord, all right, if you listen to the show, if it's on Spotify or iTunes, I'm telling you, download the Discord app. Create some kind of weird name like Mad Max or Sex Panther. Well, you can't beat us because well, there's only there's only one of us. But get in there and, and talk to us, man. We're, we're nobody special. We're not famous. We're just here making friends, shooting the shit about sports and doing everything we can to hear what you had to say from yesterday, hear what you have to say today. And when it's all said and done, all of us get to say, make some money, fools.
2: information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations under no circumstances will the owner operators of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents
3: everybody in your crew identifies as either big mac burger mcnuggets or mccrispy sandwich but you're the filet fish sandwich all day